but there is a value to slowing down and getting quiet. And to me, lately in my life, I've been doing that more and more. And I noticed that when I do that, I get more clear. I have more clarity. I, I, have a, uh, I have a better understanding of the direction that I would like to go in, which is all about the inspirational, inspired living idea, this motivation, this, this energy, right? Energy, right? So like when I get off track, I just chill. I just chill. And I, and I wait. And I, and I allow myself to get into an inspired state. Now, when I get, get into an inspired state, then it's like, boom, let's go. Aaron, you're a best-selling author, entrepreneur, founder of West Coast Volleyball Club. You're the host of Within the Game podcast. You're a certified personal trainer and so much more, man. Thank you for your time. I appreciate it, dude. Hey, thanks so much for having me, man. Really happy to be here. I like to kick things off by going back a bit. Like, where did you grow up? What was childhood like for you, man? Oh, yeah, man. I uh, grew up in Venice Beach, California. Uh, ended up going to Santa Monica High School, went to UCLA, um, and then um, just kind of dabbled in, in sports my whole life. I ended up playing uh, volleyball at UCLA and played a little bit on the Pro Beach Volleyball Tour. And then uh, after that, just kind of went into coaching. Um, started okay. West Coast Volleyball Club, and um, we're in our ninth year now. And then, um, yeah, just during the pandemic, started this this project. Well, actually, a little bit before that, I started this project about the inspired athlete, and um, then went awesome. into the podcast, and here we are. Come on, man! Uh, I'm, uh, you know, when it comes to volleyball on the beach, I've played it. It's super tiring. My legs get tired after like two minutes there. But like for you, what was the draw to the the beach volleyball, man? And and then for you guys at West Coast Volleyball Club, what are you guys doing for folks when they when they get to that club there? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for asking. Uh, I was a baseball player, um, okay. you know, and, and I, well, I really played all sports, but baseball was my, my, my number one sport. I wanted to be a, an LA Dodger. And I remember one day it just got a little slow for me. I, I was playing shortstop. I was kicking the dirt out there. There was like a lull in the game. Um, <laughs> you know how it is in baseball. Yeah. And then, you know, just growing up on the beaches and just, you know, body surfing and um, not a great surfer, but I like to surf too, you know, and just, I just leave, love being out there. I'm also an environmentalist. So I just love being out in, uh, in, you know, in the, in, in nature basically. And I'm, I yeah. love connecting with the ocean, the beach. So I found beach volleyball and just tried it and just kind of fell in love with it immediately. Um, it's one of the only sports where you can like play in like this, like a paradise setting, right? It's like, totally. and so I just kind of yeah. got, I was drawn to that. Um, but yeah, so I just, I just started playing and playing and, and it's one of those sports that gets addicting, right? You just want to yeah. keep playing and keep playing and keep playing. And uh, just kind of ran with it. Come on, man. That's awesome, dude. I, I yeah. love your, your philosophy is commit to the process of becoming 1% better every day as a player and as a person. Yes. I'm a huge fan of this. I think a lot of people look at this and they're like, well, I don't believe that. Or, you know, it's easier said than done. You know, for folks that are trying to figure out how to do that, what are simple things that folks can do to constantly get better on the daily? Yeah, yeah. So that goes back to because uh, I want to answer the question about West Coast, too, because th that kind of oh, yeah, fits yeah. with that. You know, so so basically what I've what I've tried to do with coaching kids and, and even it, it, now more days I'm, I'm just leading staff. Now we have a, a mm. quite a big staff, but really it's about leadership and inspired leadership. Right. And so what I've tried to do is take this idea of gratitude, right? Just being thankful, like just a vibe of, of gratitude. And, and really the, that's like the, the bottom layer. The next layer is appreciation, right? So if you can get into appreciation, then you're like, man, like now you're, now you're vibing with gratitude, but you're really appreciating everything and everybody around you. Those are like the main core concepts that we teach at West Coast Beach. Um, mm. And, you know, the, the, the game and the strategy, all that stuff is secondary to the gratitude. I'm, I'm big on that, you know, gratitude, yeah. inspiration, appreciation, because really what we're trying to do is create leaders, 
You know, yes. no, most people are not going to go into professional sports. You know, very few people are going to go into collegiate sports. But whatever you're going to do with your life, my goal is that you go into whatever you're going to do as the best version of yourself, right? With this mm-hmm. foundational layer of gratitude and, and knowing that really it's up to you that you can choose to be inspired. You can choose to be motivated. You can choose to be on a, on a journey of, of, of personal growth and self-development, right? That's really what I'm trying to teach the youth. I'm, I'm really working on that with my staff too, because that is the priority, right? So, so for me, you know, th- this whole journey of personal growth, personal development, spiritual ascension, even we can get into that too. But all yeah. that to me is like the foundational baseline of like where I'm going, what I want to do. That's the whole idea of, of the inspired athlete is like, what kind of direction am I going in? Because winning is great. You know, again, we can get more into that winning and losing and all that kind of stuff. I mean, losing is a part of winning, but winning and losing to me, excuse me, is a small part of the inspired athlete, right? The inspired athlete is, is feeling like the best version of yourself all the time, Mm -hmm. right? As a foundational baseline layer of who you are, right? Because then if you, if you know that, then you can have a clear path. Right. You can have a clear path. And even like the steps don't even have to be clear, but you know, okay, I'm going today, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to commit to being the best version of myself today. So I know that's like a ramble on, but that's kind of like, that's what I'm all about, man. No, that's so good, dude. And you you use the word commitment there and committed. Like there's a, there's a saying that, you know, you're either commuted or you're interested, man. And, and for you, I think commitment is comes from habits and things like that. But if you get off on your off track, off your habits, like, how do you get back on, man? (laughs) Right, right. You know, one of the things that I've used over the years is meditation. Mm, and, you know, yeah. and, and also, too, like, I'm a people person, man. I'm, a, I'm like you. I'm a podcast host. I, you know, I, I love to interact, right? I love to connect. But I also find value of getting quiet, right? So if I ever feel like I'm off track, you know, or, or I'm uninspired, one of the first things I do is, is chill, right? I chill. You know, and, and I'm an entrepreneur, right? And I'm, I like to go yeah. fast and I like to go for it. And I like to, you know, I got a big to-do list and I got checklists yeah. and I got calendars and all that stuff. But there is a value to slowing down and getting quiet. And to me, lately in my life, I've been doing that more and more. And I noticed that when I do that, I get more clear. I have more clarity. I, I, have a, uh, I have a better understanding of the direction that I would like to go in, which is all about the inspirational, inspired living idea, this motivation, this, this energy, right? Energy, right? So like when I get off track, I just chill. I just chill. And I, and I wait and I, and I allow myself to get into an inspired state. Now, when I get, get into an inspired state, then it's like, boom, let's go. Oh, dude, that's so good, man. Just to, I think so many people, especially entrepreneurs, we think we have to be busy all the time. And, you know, it's I think it has to be really directive action steps that we take. And when we get off track, like you said, man, we got to take a chill pill and just like, yeah. listen to our gut, listen to our heart, listen to our mind, man. Uh, I want to talk about your book, man. It just yeah. dropped. I got my copy stoked to get well, I'm stoked to get my copy here this week. Um, but first, congratulations on writing a book, man. It's awesome. Uh, one of the topics that you talk about though, in this book, at least that I saw on Amazon is you talk about mastering your self-talk mm. such huge deal, man. Like people really need to pay attention to this thing of what they're saying to themselves. Can you deep dive into that section a little bit? Yeah. Thank you for asking about that. Self-talk, you know, self-talk is everything, right? It's like how you talk to yourself. It's the relationship with yourself. Right. And, um, what I've, what I've tried to do over my life is to understand that, 
what we have going on on a day-to-day basis is our, is our subconscious, which is kind of directing things in the background, mm-hmm. and our ego, which is kind of like, this is who I am. This is what I want, you know. But then there's also the higher self. So you have these three things going on, right? You got the subconscious, the ego, and the higher self. Self-talk is really kind of a – it's kind of a combination of the relationship of all those three things, right? And so to, mm-hmm. to, to get a, a really positive, productive, efficient self-talk going, you have to train your subconscious. And how you train your subconscious, for me anyway, is I've, I've leaned on affirmations. But I've, I, I want to I talk about affirmations for a second. Are you familiar yeah. with affirmations? Uh, yeah, buddy. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, cool, cool. So affirm- for audience, affirmations is like, I am happy. I am successful. I am wealthy. It's like this I am directive talk. But there's a guy who came on my podcast recently named Mark Houghton, and he's amazing. He's all about the power of the subconscious and law of attraction. And he taught me that the best way to use affirmations is actually to ask a question. Why am I so successful? Why am I so happy? Why am I so inspired? Because what that does is it actually actually trains your subconscious to answer that question in real time. Yeah, And that's a great way to start to train your self-talk. Um, with those affirmations. So that's one part of it. The other part, like I said earlier, is getting quiet, right? When you get quiet, you actually start to receive downloads. And for me, with this book, you know, this this whole book project, um, I like to say it came through me, you know, um, because my ego would say, yeah, that's me. That's my name on the cover and everything. But when I really think about it and when I talk about it, I let I, I really try to get myself out of the way and let these these uh, this information come through me. Right. So the self-talk, I would just I would just suggest, you know, getting quiet, using affirmations and then throughout the day, throughout the day, like that's when you can start to use the, the, the positive affirmations like I got this right. Like see, yeah. the, like champion mindset, champion mindset mm-hmm. is, is like that. Right. Because you don't really have too much time in a game or a, like in the middle of battle to ask yourself questions. You have to affirm it. Right. You have to be like, I got this. I'm a champion. Let's go. Let's go, right? Yeah. And like that's that yeah. self-talk creates energy, right? So there's mm-hmm. there's multiple multiple layers to self-talk, but those are a couple things right there for you. Dude, it's so good. And the affirmation side of things, the way that you ask a question, I hadn't heard that before. And I right. know that, you know, people will say, well, you know, I want this house or I want that property or, you know, and I did that in the early days. And I started to flip the switch to go, I am the proud owner of that property because I, mm-hmm. I want property. So I say that, everyone, right. You know, but I'm like, man, it's so important. I think to flip that and ask the question, uh, man, that is so good, dude. I- I'm actually in the process of writing my own book right now, which I don't consider myself a writer uh, quite yet. But why did you decide to write this book? What did that process look like for you to, to get this thing together? Hey, man, congratulations for deciding to write a book because, you know, I feel like most people, maybe everybody, maybe everybody, you know, I don't know, but maybe everybody has a message that they got to get out. Maybe. Totally. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know? So congrats on taking the, the, the step to make the decision. But yeah, for me, I'll, I'll tell you briefly the, the story of how it came to be. So um, I'm going to show you this. Yeah, yeah. This is a a pyramid of inspired living that I created. Mm -hmm. And um, at the top, it it says inspired living, right? And there's all these other things like love, health, gratitude, family, um, other things. Um, But so the the long story short, sorry, put that back. (laughs) The long story short is that when I went to UCLA, um, I I don't know if you're familiar with the, the John Wooden's pyramid of success. 
but um if you weren't check it out look it up it's it's pretty amazing but john wooden was a, a incredible legendary basketball coach at ucla he's got a statue outside the poly pavilion and so they painted the, the pyramid of um of success outside the gym so like when you walk in it, like you look at it and it, every day it gets in your head at the top of his pyramid was competitive greatness now he's amazing he's got success i think he's got 10 national championships which is amazing for uh, men's college basketball right totally, that, that's, yeah. that's legendary status so that worked for him, that competitive greatness. And I love that too. I'm a competitor. But for me, when I looked at that, I was like, that, that's a beautiful thing. And that's awesome. But it's not the top for me. For me, like it's close to the top. But for me, it would be inspired living, right? Like that to me is like, yeah, yeah. You know, like I'm, I'm yeah. Because actually what that is, is actually emotional intelligence, right? I'm inspired, right? I can mm -hmm. control my, my emotions regardless if I'm winning or losing, right? So that yeah. to me is my top. So I, I created this pyramid. I actually scratched it down on paper one day. I had all these notes and I was like, okay. And it didn't look like that. That that's the <laughs> that that that's where it that's where it is now. But sure. um so I I basically while I was coaching kids at the time, I made this pyramid. I put John Wooden's pyramid of success on one side, I put my pyramid of inspired living on the other side, I laminated it, and I gave it to the kids at the end of the season as a like a, a gift. It was like, here you go, great yeah. job, great season, here you go. Right. So fast forward, that was a uh, man. I was like, I think 2014, 2013, 2014, somewhere in there. Fast forward a few years in the middle of the night, Eric, I woke up at like 3 a.m. like this, <laughs> like like full on, like, Come like, on. yeah, like I, I, that's rare. Right. Like, whoom, yeah. Like, and right. I and, and, and the inspired feeling was, hey, remember that pyramid you did? Go write a book about that. Go write a book mm. about that pyramid. And it was like three o'clock in the morning. I was like, OK, OK, I got it. Right. So that was the nudge. Wow. And then I, I, I just went on a journey. I went on a journey. Like, just like you said, I wasn't a writer. I, I've been an athlete my whole life, a, a coach, coaching kids, you know, um, never considered myself a writer. It was actually really daunting. You know, it was really intimidating to, to like think about a book, you know, totally. <laughs> um, but I just went on this journey, man. And uh, I'm happy to go more into it. But yeah, that's kind of that's kind of uh, how it started. And Man, it's 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 actually amazing to to be here talking to you now to actually have it in my hands. Pretty cool. Come on, it, your latest episode, you actually talk with your writing coach. What what things did he guide you on during that, man? Yes, thank you for asking that, Brian Gruber, amazing guy. So the quick story there that I'll share is that um, in 2019, uh, pre-pandemic, I actually got a chance to be in a movie in Beijing. So I went out okay. to, to China. Um, uh, got it was a big budget movie. It's called Leap. As a, a movie about volleyball. It's on Amazon Prime. Dude, um, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was, it was a cool opportunity. Uh, I played the assistant coach for Team USA. It was all about the 2008 Olympics. Okay. Uh, which happened right in Beijing. So did the movie, which was an awesome experience, and then um, went down to Thailand after that. Everyone else went back to the United States. I was like, you know what? I'm out here. I've never been to Thailand, so I went there. And um, I, I wanted to you know, do the whole yoga, ashram thing, meditation thing. And, and I went to this place called Copenhagen. And it, a beautiful place, beautiful place, a uh, little island in the Gulf of uh, Thailand. So I went down there um, and I met this. OK, so so try to imagine this. So like I'm sitting at this yoga ashram. Right. I'm like by myself. I'm writing in my journal. I'm like feeling the feels. And like like if you look out, it's like a postcard, like that blue green water. Um, yeah. Just like this. Like it's just a vibe. Right. And so. <laughs> I'm just sitting there like sipping a green juice, like feeling so good. And I saw all these people walk into this yoga ashram. And I asked, I was like, hey, what, what are you guys doing? What's going on? 
Um, and they were like, oh, it's a creative writing workshop. It's free. Um, you know, come join. And I was like, and I, at the, at the time I, I had, I had that pyramid and I had this idea of like a slight, like a message. I, I didn't know what I was doing, but I had this nudge. So I was like, yeah, creative writing workshop. Sure. So I joined the workshop, had a blast. It was actually a lot of fun. There was like 20 people from around the world. And this guy, Brian was the, was the, was the teacher. Um, and he was really cool. And he just, he just kind of went around the circle and there was, there was experienced writers. There was first time writers there. And there were just people that were just wanted to do it for fun. And, um, one of his offers was if you have a project that you'd like me to look at after class, I can give you an hour of time for free and I'll look at the project. And, uh, so I took him up on that. And shortly after that, I hired him and he, he helped me so much with everything. You asked me what he helped me with. He helped me with everything. He helped me with outlining. Outlining was the first step, right? Because I had yeah. this idea. I had this jumbled notes, you know. Um, but he looked at it and he's like, oh, you have something here. This is cool. And my idea briefly, it was um, write a, a book about the pyramid, but then go out and interview all these champions and Olympians that I was surrounded by. Because I looked around my circle and I was like, all these cool people like in my in my my environment, my circle and, and my contacts. So I wanted to interview them for that book. And that's what I did. And he helped me kind of outline everything and put it all together. Come on, dude. That's awesome, man. What a cool experience to go out there. I've heard Thailand is amazing. I've never been there myself, but uh, man, I've just heard it's such an amazing place to go to there. It's a, you know what? It's so cool. It's actually really difficult to describe. Um, yeah. It's all peace and love. It's all like happiness. It's all like, uh, it, it's just it's a vibe and it, it's it's actually hard to find that here in the states you know mm-hmm. um we're all so competitive and so driven <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that i'm just saying yeah. that the vibe there is just it's beautiful come on i want to talk about your podcast it's called within the game and like I said you, you had your writing coach on there uh, this is where you're inspiring the next generation by sharing insights with from athletes coaches entrepreneurs man as a fellow podcaster, I always love to ask the questions uh, or chat with other podcasters. Like, you know, for you, why did you decide to start this podcast? And what's been the biggest thing that you've learned while doing this podcast thing? Mm, thank you. Thank you for asking that question. So, all right. So halfway through the writing process, right? So I'm, I'm working with Brian. Oh, yeah. So so uh, pandemic. Pandemic starts yeah. in 2020, right? <laughs> so right before that, when I got back, I was doing the interviews in person. I was going to coffee shops. I was interviewing people. Oh, and and to back it up a little bit, he helped me create these interview questions because I was like I wasn't an interviewer right yeah. I, I'm just a yeah I'm yeah. a curious guy that's all like I don't I don't consider yeah. myself a, a podcaster writer or or I didn't but prior to this a podcaster yeah. writer or interviewer I was just a a, a seeker of the way I like to call Come it on. right yeah curious and curiosity that's a that's a that's a big thing that's a, that's a main value point that all of us should have anyway mm-hmm. so I was doing these interviews pandemic hits now I got to do the interviews on zoom Right. So I'm doing the interviews on Zoom from my house and halfway through uh, some of the interviews, I'm like, man, these are pretty inspiring conversations I'm having here. Um, Maybe I should just release these conversations now and not wait until the book comes out and and maybe you start to create an audience, you know, so that when the book comes out, I'll have a little bit of an audience. Um, So that's that's what I did. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how to do it. I went to YouTube. (laughs) I, I like to call it YouTube University. <laughs> I just right? type oh, in totally. how to do a podcast, you know, how to how to uh, do the recording, what kind of microphone to get, all that stuff. It's all on YouTube. And um, and so, yeah, so I, I went on there, learned. Um, oh, and then I'd like to bring this up, too, because you asked. Yeah. I found this amazing guy, amazing 
uh, editor. His name is Ollie Thorpe, and he's my po podcast editor. So I would like to share this with you. This might help you, actually. I found this video that he did where during my research uh, process where I was trying to figure out podcasting and all this stuff. Yeah. And he talked about this thing called content loops. Mm -hmm. I would, and maybe I'll find that video and I'll share it with you, but it, it was captivated. It captivated me. It like grabbed my attention because what he was saying is like, Hey, everybody, you need to, if you want to be a content creator, you need to create a content loop. So he explains it basically, and I might butcher this, but basically it's like, if you have a YouTube channel, that's your hub. And then maybe you drive someone to your social media and then maybe you have a website and then maybe you have a book offer and maybe you have a you know, something else. And then it's a loop and it, it drives every, it, you know, and so now, now you have someone that comes in as a fan, let's say of Eric Allen, right? Maybe someone's a fan of Eric Allen. Well, they'll come into your loop. Now, if you have an offer, right? Like let's say you have a book, right? Yeah. Someone's going to buy your book, but now they're not going to be just a customer. They are going to be a fan, right? So a lifelong, yeah. and not just a fan, a lifelong fan. Right. So yes. this is usually how it goes from a, from a customer standpoint. Now we're talking about marketing, but fan yeah. to customer. Right. And then that's kind of it. But a content loop is a fan to a customer back to a fan. And maybe that repeats and it's a mm. circle, you know. So anyway, so he he kind of told me that it was a light bulb moment. I was like, yeah, content loop. So now someone if you do it right now, someone's in your loop forever. So they they will always be a fan and always be a customer and repeat. So, oh, yeah. That. So. Yeah, it's pretty cool, right? It's it's like Dude, a cool I love concept. It. Yeah, so I, I met him during that that process, and he taught me okay. about that. And I hired him, and and uh, he's still with me today, and, and we're on fire. Come on, man! Oh, that's that's awesome, dude. Who inspires you? Ha! Everybody, man. You know, like that's one of the main lessons I learned from this whole project, man. Yeah, and you know, like inspiration is everywhere, and and mm. and and starting with yourself, right? And starting with the true version of yourself. The real you, not the, yeah. not the, not the you that's out, you know, that, that, that you think everyone thinks about you. That's not what I'm talking about. Like there's a, there's something, I'm a spiritual person. And, uh, do you, are you familiar with Abraham Hicks by any chance? That name sounds familiar. I don't know if I know too much about him though. Okay. All right. No problem. So Abraham is this, this, um, I like to, to reference Abraham a lot. So Esther Hicks channels this entity called Abraham. And I know that sounds weird, but Abraham is called the collective consciousness. Now, the teachings of Abraham, you can find on YouTube, but they talk about your inner being. So to answer your question, I get inspired when I really think about who I really am, my inner being, right? And that's mm -hmm. that spiritual connection, right? Yeah. The inner being. So I start with inspiration there. And then I get inspired by other people who are committed to being the best versions of themselves, creating from that place of their inner being, and then are, are showing up as heart-based, right? Showing yeah. up in life, showing up in sport, showing up in, in uh, business, showing up in a way that's inspired. You can feel it. It's an energy, but you can feel the heart-based, if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing, man. So, so good, dude. Love this conversation so far, dude. Um, I love to finish my show by asking a fun question. I'm a big guy on music. So love to ask a question. Like, what's your favorite type of music for you? Do you have a favorite band that you like to listen to? Oh, man, I love music. So I play guitar myself. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I play acoustic guitar. I mean, for a long time, Dave Matthews Band has been kind of like a, just like, oh, like the the amount of, uh, 
the, the kind of volume that that band puts out is kind of amazing. Um, so I, yeah, it, it, and and just the creativity and the positivity, right? That's I, I love mm-hmm. that stuff. But I'm a big Jack Johnson guy. Like I, I love Jack Johnson, um, and um, man, like I mean, really, really any kind of music that 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 hits my soul, man. Yeah. Right, it hits my soul, yeah. you know. But totally. I'm just I'm a huge fan of music. I I implement music into my daily life almost yeah. like I love I love listening to podcasts. I love listening to insp- inspirational content. And when I'm not doing that, and I'm when I'm not being quiet and you know receiving the nudges, I'm I'm blasting good music, man. Yeah, that that's where I struggle. Is I silence for me is tough. Sometimes like I just have to have if I just have some beats in the background, that's when I can kind of feel like I'm getting in the zone, right? You know, uh, yeah, Dave it, Matthews. It, you know, yeah, sorry to interrupt. No, I was just gonna say. No, it, you're good. Silence is difficult for an entrepreneur. Yes. And any entrepreneurs listening out there, like challenge yourself just for a few minutes throughout the day to yeah. get quiet. And I'm gonna I'm gonna share one more little tool for entrepreneurs yeah, and, and content creators: mirror work. That's another thing that came up in this in this uh, in this whole project. Someone told me about this, and I was like, "What is that?" And it's like literally going and staring at yourself in the mirror. It's really intense if you start doing it. Like, like just try with ten seconds, and it's actually a little yeah, weird. Yeah. You're like, whoa! <laughs> but the if the more you practice it, the more you actually practice self love. Self love mm-hmm. is my first chapter in my book, and it, that is a great foundation for anybody doing anything. Just be in love with yourself, and then it, it's, it's it's just it's a foundation. It creates a ripple of love, right? Yes. Yeah. So amazing. And that technique of looking in the mirror, man, I have used that before and people, I mean, it's, it is, it's tough to stare at yourself for 10 seconds, but then you start realizing you're like, holy crap, I am the person that I want to be, or maybe this is where I need to tweak things, man. And it's so good to just take a moment to do that and, and look at ourselves at times, man. Aaron, this was such an awesome conversation, man. Thank you so much for te- coming on, sharing your story, dude, sharing what you got going on, dude. I'm so pumped to get your book here soon. And uh, man, people need to be listening to your podcast. They need to be buying your book, dude. You're amazing. Thank you for coming on the show, man. I appreciate it. Eric, man, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much uh, for having me on. I absolutely love what you're doing, man. This is, you got a great theme and a great platform. And I, you know, I, I, I listen to some of, uh, some of your stuff and I I really, I really respect your story too. And the vulnerability that you share too. It's really powerful. So thank you very much, man. Hey, thank you so much for checking out the show today. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to take a listen or watch. It's truly an honor to be able to speak with such amazing guests. And I hope that they've made an impact on your life in some way, shape, or form. And you can do me one big favor. That would be huge. Click that subscribe button. And then second favor, hit that share button. Thank you so much for taking the time. I appreciate you. Keep changing the world. I believe in you.